Throughout my six-week non-diet nutrition intensive, healthy, lean, and clean, we are taking on some basic principles with regards to our eating habits and diving into some new territories. We got focused and clear with our commitment to ourselves in the first week and back to basics with the macro mastery in the second week. Rejecting the diet culture, we are going to look at healing versus dieting and really learning to love and nourish the body that we have now. One thing that we often forget is how important hormones play in our healthy routine and our weight loss and fitness goals, but it might not be the hormones that you think. Follow along as we discuss all week. Hi, and welcome back to our hormone section of our six-week non-diet nutrition intensive healthy lean and clean we are looking and diving deep into the hormone mystery that plagues so many of us today i'm discussing cortisol the stress hormone now this is going to be short and sweet and if you want you can dive a little bit further into it in the video presentation that's being offered in the program and the, the group this week but to give you a bit of an overview of cortisol, cortisol is actually secreted from the adrenal glands and has a bit of a split personality in the body. In other words, it's not all good, it's not all bad, it's, it's that sweet spot that we are always trying to get. Acute stresses in the body tend to cause short-term increase of this hormone. It gets the body primed to either fight or flee from any kind of stress. And it doesn't matter whether it's a stress that's in your head, um, a stress that's coming at you at work, or a stress that's in the body. Um, so when when I say stress in the body, this is that, that potentially that um, indicator when you are not allowing the body to have the proper nutrients. And this is where my frame of mind comes in a lot of times with regards to a macro balanced, macronutrient balanced diet. Because when we neglect to give the body the nutrients that it needs, it stresses it. It stresses it to the point where you are, yeah, burning fat from different parts of the body uh, when you don't give it carbs. This is a stress on the body, even though it's not a mental or emotional stress at this point, it is a stress and it can cause problems going into the body. And again, of course, I'm looking towards the ketogenic or, uh, or the new one is the carnivore diet, um, where you are depleting the body of that one macronutrient carbs for the most part and not giving it what it needs yes you are burning fat yes you are losing weight yes you are keeping your hormones balanced you are doing a lot of things but at the same time you are still stressing the body um and when we stress our bodies like that it can have 
you know, it can have repercussions eventually down the line. It is a quick fix for some people. Ketogenic or a carnivore type diet. It's not one that I promote, um, but it works for some people. Um, I specifically would love to see the long-term effects of that though, just for my own curiosity, because I haven't really heard of anybody being able to sustain, sustain first of all, and even at a 30 or 60 day stint on these types of diets, the stress alone is not going to be that great. And then when you start trying to introduce, reintroduce the foods back into your world, into your body, your body is going to have a reaction as well too. But that's not what I'm talking about today. I wanted to talk about cortisol. So um, cortisol and the stress hormone actually really served us well in those paleolithic times when we were really not at the top of the food um, not at the top of the food chain and where we were actually hunted for food as well too. So a lion jumping out at us requires metabolic messages that are quick acting to prime us for fight or fleeing for our lives. Cortisol along with adrenaline serves as this purpose. Once we get out of the danger, these hormones allow us to get stronger and better for the next time the predator thinks that we are food. Unfortunately, these days our hectic lives cause our adrenal glands to think that we're in danger, uh, that there are dangerous creatures everywhere jumping out at us. Thus, cortisol levels tend to be either chronically elevated or very, very low, um, both which can create a fatty, fatigued body. And if you look at the dangers and the the boogeyman that's been perpetuated over the last couple of years, um, you understand that we are all on that edge of, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, kind of should be, you know, heightened alert at all times and thinking that we are going to be eaten by that lion um, and always worried and stressed at all times. So our adrenals are just working over time and if they don't if they tend to be on the lower end of things within the lower end it's probably because they've just had enough and they can't do it anymore and this is a whole other kettle of fish but interestingly estrogen and progesterone both cause cortisol to be less detrimental so they actually help so cortisol doesn't have a, a strikingly severe effect on the body when it, it um has activated for a long period of time. When levels fall, you become more sensitive to cortisol. So for all my um, menopausal women where our estrogen has fallen and our progesterone has fallen, either or, um, we become, like I said, less reactive as a result. However, that also means that there are certain times in our life, in our cycle, when we are super buffed against cortisol. So as you'll see as we go on, um, we can take advantage of this fact for a lot of reasons. So that's all I'm going to talk about with regards to cortisol at the moment. If you want to learn more about uh, weight loss and stress and the cortisol hormones, I encourage you to take a look at the 
presentation that I have posted this week as well too. Uh, sleep, no, not sleep, stress and weight loss. And it, it was from a few years ago, but it's still very true to what's going on with ourselves, if not more nowadays, because we are, again, so extremely stressed that it makes it very, very difficult to release any kind of weight in our bodies as a result. So tell me, do you still think your hormones are broken? It's easy to think that way, I know, but in actual fact, they aren't. We just have to learn how to balance them. And understanding which ones we need to balance a little bit more is going to be really detrimental in our overall healing and our overall health. Let me know in the comments below what you thought, what you your ideas are, if you have any questions, if you don't understand, I'm here to help. Talk soon.